Hello and welcome to the weekend update for this beautiful August 10th weekend. I'm so excited. This is the right wing vegan and welcome to you and to whoever is either in the car or in the room while you're listening to this. We hope, we hope that person will join us. They'll join us next time. And I hope they enjoy what they hear this time. So this is the weekend update. If you're new to the weekend update, basically just just running down the news. It's going down some of the news items that took place, uh, that are taking place over this weekend. I'm going to get the plugs out of the way. You can follow us on Twitter at Vegan Wing. You can head to our website, rwvegan.com. It's a great place. You should visit it. There you'll find all the links to all the shows. Um, you can also email the show, rwvegan at gmail.com. If we get it, we will respond. So, interesting day today. I am riding solo. It's just me. Just me on the weekend update. Scott running the show. So what that means for you, the loyal, lovely listener. The reins are off, guys. I've got no one holding me back. I've got no one telling me no. I've got no one giving me dirty looks when I talk about certain subjects. So we are untethered. We're raw. We're uncut. We're uncooked. And we're ready to go. This is the uncensored weekend update, baby. So probably the biggest news item that's happened over this this weekend so far, and and I don't know how this will be topped, is Jeffrey Epstein, known pervert and billionaire, uh, uh, purveyor, lover of uh, child sex trafficking, was found dead in his cell. It's apparent suicide. Uh, He attempted suiciding himself earlier this year, uh, but this time it looks like he was successful. This happens uh, the day after some documents were released. Many documents were unclassified that um, make several political connections to Epstein, several business connections to Epstein. Um, Epstein's got a lot of... uh, He's got a lot of connections with a lot of wealthy, high-up people. And, of course, he finds himself suicided. Uh, Can I say I'm surprised about this? Absolutely not. Is there anybody in the world who's surprised about this? Probably not. I'm going to be honest with you. The other day at work, I was talking about Epstein with some friends of mine, some coworkers, and I even told them that I would be more surprised if he made it to the trial than I would if he were killed or found dead before the trial. So here we are, we're at the day. Epstein's found dead. They're saying it was a suicide. Of course it was a suicide, right? We all know, wink, wink, that it was a suicide, all right? It doesn't take a deep conspiracy theorist to smell the dirt, to smell the fish in this one, right? I mean, guy who has probably information and dirt on several wealthy people, several politicians, Um, who could probably out them for participating in some of these activities with him or paying him for services for these activities. Uh, And he finds himself dead. Wow, what a shocker. Didn't, wow. Oh my goodness. Because the wealthy never have anybody killed, right? Wink, wink. Come on, guys. We all know that Epstein was probably murdered. No matter what, they're going to come out. They're going to say it was suicide. They're going to have the coroner do an investigation. He's going to say it was suicide. Cover up, cover up, cover up. I mean, we all know that's what's coming, right? But there will be people in the media and there will be people on the interwebs like me who are smelling the fish or smelling it. It's strong. That's that's some carp. Is carp a fish? I think carp's a fish. That's some that's some real catfish right there. We got it. We smell it. It is strong. We're right off the ocean, baby. 
Epstein, of course, has ties to the Clintons. And as we are well aware, you know, many, many people with ties to the Clintons that might have information that damaged the Clintons that might be able to turn state's evidence against old Slick Willie or Hillary. Well, you know, they tend to find themselves suicided or dead. It's kind of weird, isn't it? I mean, look, I'm not going to say that they do this, but it is kind of weird that so many people, so many people, okay, find themselves dead when they are connected to the Clintons. It's just a weird thing, right? And there are a lot of them. And they all find themselves dead in some way or another. A lot of them are suicide. But but it's just, it's interesting to me that so many of these people find themselves dead. I don't know. I, here's what I know. I know that if I were a person and a bunch of people, a bunch of people that I know turn up dead, Okay, like all these people have connections to me and you can see all their connections to me. Okay, they wind up dead. I know who the police are going to talk to. Even if I have nothing to do with it, the police are definitely going to come talk to me. Right. But the Clintons somehow avoid suspicion. Okay, but there's a ton of people. And I actually think on this week's show, I'm going to cover it. Okay, I'm going to cover it. Because I just, I think it's so interesting, okay? But there are so many people who are connected to both the DNC and the Clintons who find themselves dead. It's like, look, I know that, you know, people say, oh, these are wild theories and you shouldn't spread this type of stuff. But it just is really convenient. That's all I'm going to say, right? Just really convenient. And at what point do we look at that convenience and we stop calling the people who are saying this crazy and we start to kind of look at this and we go, you know, maybe there's something to this. Maybe this should be investigated. Again, um, the Clintons are powerful people. They're connected to a lot of people. When you're connected to a lot of people, the chances that some of those people will wind up dead in weird ways is probably escalated. But can it really be escalated as much as it has in in the instance of the Clintons? Because there are so many people. Anyways, you and you remember how how uh, and again, I don't blame Hillary for being pissy at Monica Lewinsky like I totally would too, right? Having an affair with your husband. You're not going to like that woman very much. But did, didn't Hillary, correct me if I'm wrong, you can tweet me or you can email me, but didn't Hillary participate in the attempted cover up of that? And again, I don't know if I'm saying that's wrong because I don't know that I would want that information leaked to the press because it kind of makes me look bad if I am intending on forgiving my husband after all these affairs. And I'm not even saying that's the wrong thing to do because I don't necessarily think it is, right? Do everything you can to salvage your marriage. That that doesn't make you a bad person and it's not it's not necessarily the wrong choice. I'm just saying it's interesting the way that that whole situation went down. So on next week's episode, we're we are going to try to gather some information on the Clinton conspiracy, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about it on the air uh, because I think it needs to be talked about, and I think I think there's value there. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. Um, we're gonna go through that. In other news, Oprah Winfrey comes out, and she says that these mass shootings are actually a symptom of lost values and adrift from the moral center. And why I'm bringing that up as news is because last week on this very program, we discussed how some of the reasons that the, the, these mass shootings occur 
is because America has found itself soullessness and purposelessness, and that is a lot because they lack religion. When you give up religion, which is many people's, many people's reason and purpose they find in God. When you give that up, when you lose that center of I have a purpose, when you lose the values, when you lose the morals, you lose humanity. And we said that last week. We said that on this show last week. And sure enough now, Oprah Winfrey, beloved by the left, beloved by a lot of people, comes out, basically says the same thing. Winfrey can be quoted as saying, I think what people are missing is a core moral center. And she was talking to extra reporter Renee Barg. Bog. Renee Bog. I don't know what her name is. Barg. It looks like Barg. Churches used to do that, she says. It was a central place you could come to, and there was a core center of values about a way of living and being in the world. Until we can return to that, however, we continue to be lost. There you go. Now she goes on to give some ideas about religion. Okay, that's why she believes storytelling is a form of new religion. She thinks that through stories, we should be arming people with morals and values. And you know what? She ain't wrong. Okay, she ain't wrong. Because I'm one of those people who think that blaming video games and blaming guns and back in Columbine, blaming Marilyn Manson, I'm one of those people that that thinks that's kind of fooey. But at the same time, I do have to admit that there is some evidence that Hollywood influences people. I mean, that's why they want us to put gay people in Disney movies. And that's why they want transgender representation. And that's why they want more black faces on your screen. Because they think we have too many white faces. And they think that they, well, really, they think they want to make money by exploiting what they believe the world feels. So what they see is, oh, if we make a black hero, we might get some more of that black dollar. That's what they really see. But the way they they push it to you is, oh, you know, we want to even out the playing field. We want to give every child someone to look up to. So you can't argue that by replacing white characters and white heroes and white people with minority characters and minority heroes, by replacing straight people with gay people, by forcing romantic storylines in your movies so that you can establish that one of your characters is gay. You can't argue that that's necessary if you're not willing to, to, if you're not willing to also admit that movies have an influence on people in the way that they think in their actions. You, you can't do the two. The, the two are, are related. So you can't say one without the other. Now, I can say that I don't really think that movies influence us too much because if so, we would have crazy people running around painting their faces in clown makeup and pretending to be the Joker. And we, we don't see that. Maybe that happens and the news doesn't report on it, but I feel like if I were a news agency and there were a dancing madman clown, I would want to report on that, right? That's a big story. So you can't, I can't say that they influence people too much. And I also can't say that we really need to, to establish a, a sexual orientation for all characters in our movies. I don't care if Captain America's gay. I don't care if Black Panther's gay. I don't care if if Thor is gay. I don't care if any of them are gay. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay? I, I don't care if there's a gay Jedi. I really don't care. To me, what what their marital status, their sexual orientation, their I, I don't care. I really don't. I don't think it builds the story at all. I don't think if Captain America were gay, it would change his story at all. Uh, just, you know, I, I just think it's unnecessary. I think we're adding unnecessary points to the story to to appeal and to appease a very small segment of the population. That's how I feel about it. Right? 
we need transgender representation in Hollywood. Do we? Because they're like, what, a tenth of the, the percentage of people? or it, It's got to be small. Do they really need representation? Okay, we need one trans actor in all of Hollywood. That'll represent the amount of trans people there are in, in the United States. That's what we need. So I just thought that was an interesting story because it seems like, you know, Oprah's a pretty high profile media figure. So for her to come out and say that, uh, I don't want to say, I want to say there's value there because I do think it's something that we need to be, we need to be thinking about. I think as a society, we need to be thinking about how our morals and values and, and all that have kind of shifted away from us. So in a way, I, I think it's good that, that she came out and said that. That's all I'm trying to say with that, with that story. So we'll do one more, one more news story over the weekend. There's nothing that's going to top the Epstein story. So we'll just start there. There's nothing that's going to stop that. Okay. Or, or top that, I should say. There's just nothing. These other stories that I'm talking about, they're just, they're not as important. All right. So another question. The first openly, or story, sorry, not question, story. Miriam Rivera. Rivera. She's the first transgender reality TV star. Found dead at the age of 38 years old. Okay. She died in Mexico. She was 38 years old. She had a husband, Daniel Cuervo. He confirmed the news on a Facebook post, but the death, but what's weird about it is the death occurred several months ago. So she died on February 5th in Mexico, but her husband confirms the news on Facebook several months later. Now look, nothing wrong with that. Maybe he wanted to grieve. Nothing wrong with that. She was found in her apartment. She died under mysterious circumstances. She allegedly hung herself. Her husband is disputing that the, the suicide. Okay. He obviously doesn't believe it. I think he believes there was foul play involved. Maybe there was. I, I don't know. I don't want to speak to that. If the official story is a suicide, much like Epstein, then we'll go that route and we'll say, here's another transgender person who committed suicide. I'm just saying, as a society, if we're going to embrace this, if we're going to say, okay, let's be, let's accept trans people for who they are. Let's allow them to go into the bathrooms. Let's give, let's do all of that. And again, I'm not saying we should persecute anybody for it, but I'm just saying, you know, the level of acceptance they want, okay, they, they want to be a protected class. Well, if we're going to make them a protected class, then we damn well better make sure that we come up with a way that we are addressing these suicide rates within the transgender community because it's incredibly high. And one, here you go again. Here's another example of a transgender person who went through the changes, still committed suicide. I'm not going to speculate to why that is. But there's definitely a correlation between the high level of suicide in the transgender community and some of the extreme actions that the transgender community takes on their own body, the, the, the extreme actions they, they take in their lives, to the irreversible in some aspects, actions that they take in their lives to get to where they're at. I'm just saying there's a correlation there. I don't know if it's causation. It is a little suspicious that the suicide rate is so high, but there's definitely a correlation. You can be the judge of how strong you think that correlation is. All right. Listen, guys, that's the weekend update. We're not going to have a story that's big enough. Watch. I say this and the media says, hold my beer. 
But right now, there is no story bigger than the Epstein story. The media is going to continue to cover this. We on the website are going to continue to cover this. Um, I think on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday, I'm sorry, on Wednesday's episode, I believe that we are going to tackle uh, some of the Clinton conspiracies, some of the ties that the DNC and the Clintons have to some of these deaths. We'll, we'll, we'll kind of run them down and look at them. But there's a lot of suspicion there and a lot of conspiracy. And I would encourage you, the listeners, to do your own research on that. Just just look into it and you'll get what I'm talking about. I know I sound like a crazy person when I'm talking about conspiracy theories. But just do a little research. Do a little digging yourself. Look into it and you'll see the correlate. You'll see it. You'll see it. And then you can come back on Wednesday and we're going to talk about it. Anyways, hope you enjoy the show, guys. Hope you have a really, really fantastic weekend. Really do. It's beautiful here at the Carson Compound. It's just beautiful outside. I need to get out there and I need to do something outdoors. I just do. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Have a great weekend. We'll see you guys on Wednesday.